This is JD from The Voice Party. This week's episode is brought to you by All Roads Overhead Garage Doors. Call now, 510-375-8756. Proudly serving the Bay Area since 2002. Also, hablamos español. That means they speak Spanish. Free consultations. You got old garage doors on your haunted garage. You got some important stuff you need to protect or maybe you live in your garage because this is the bay area you got a whole family living in there give us a call all roads overhead garage doors yeah are we, recording? we are now sweet sweet thank you for joining the voice party we have our new guest today miss danny california danny california that's that's what you go by yeah that's my artist name. that's your artist name mm-hmm. okay and um we got our guests our hosts here we have to we, we do this thing we're introduced you know what can we start that over yeah, god damn it yeah, I didn't, yeah. all right i'll just i'll just put a cut there <laughs> the intro and you did podcast before yeah we did the last one went really smooth i don't know what happened right now maybe um well the last one we did like five in one day that's true mm-hmm. so yeah. by the end it's we, just like all right fucking whatever mm-hmm. go yeah <laughs> but we do have the intro for the podcast so thank you for joining the are. voice party we, like we i also usually warm up a little bit before that's true i know record. i know you just you look like you just came in and you're like stiff like uh, <laughs> uh. How, how much does that record like how much can you record is there like a magnitude of how much uh, i got content? 11 hours left on here oh really yeah isn't that what you had last time uh, well, last time my card was full, so I had to like oh. raise a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he uses that for film. Oh, these guys oh. are filmmakers. Okay. Yes. Oh, sweet. I, I too am an artist. I, I yeah. rap. So. Ooh, oh yeah. Yep. Thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. And what uh, do you what do you do? You sing? You? Um, I've never tried singing. I wish I I wish oh I wish I can one day. Mm-hmm. Like that's Should. I dream of that. But um, as far as what I do is just I've done painting. I can ah. do portraits, photography. I edit my own photography as well. Um, I love like fashion. Mm-hmm. Awesome, the visual arts. Yeah, I like and I can illustrate too. I just like that um, avocado right there. That's one of my illustrations. Oh, nice! Like using computer and stuff, but. So you have a you can send it's that very to pretty. us. Yeah, I so can we can post it on the on the video. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, we just went to your art show. Well, the art show you you were at on what was that Saturday? Friday, Friday. Oh yeah, Friday. Friday the thirteenth. Friday. Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. That's where we got that that the photo up there. Mm-hmm. You guys, oh, I don't know if you well, I showed it to you already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how long is that? Your first time ever at an art show, um, displaying some of your work. I've been at other art shows. Like I've um, I've taken part of other art shows before, but um, this is the first time showing my photography. Mm. Um, the last time I was at an event was with Nancy Garcia. She was also at the event, okay. at this recent event. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She hosted uh, Female Fame, and basically a bunch of female artists come together. And um, my role in that one was doing fashion modeling. Okay. So I had, like, a whole runway and, like, women of all sizes and ages, like, doing modeling. Where was that? Um, this was in Richmond. At the um, bridge? Because uh, I know there was an art, there was a fashion show at the yeah, bridge recently i forget the, it's just been like a while but it's by uh Futsko. oh no no yeah that's richmond I don't know what that um is. The, for performing arts i believe how nerve-wracking is that like the runway thing huh that's gotta be nerve-wracking like i think it was nerve-wracking only because i um i try to gather women together you know and at the end like 
close to the event, I, no one was showing up. Oh. So I was like so nervous. I was like, oh my God, like if they don't show up, like does this mean I'm going to do it? Does, mean, does this mean like it's not going to go through, you know? Yeah. Like I already set up. Everyone can see that there's a setup for this. So like if they don't show up, like I'm going to look bad, you know? But literally everyone showed up like last minute and it still was a good turnout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the actual, like when you model... Um, walking down the runway or as was called right i think i'm mentally prepared really yeah i mean i I think for everything you do first time is going to be a little nervous i get nervous like like when i go on stage because i have a waddle when i walk like a penguin (laughs) (laughs) so so just thinking about walking like in front of people i don't know i just Uh i get nervous i'm just speaking on my my own personal like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you ran that you ran that show um well, not the show itself. Oh. I was just um, I was just one of the artists there, oh, and okay. like my role was bringing uh, fashion modeling into oh. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there was like other female artists that you know, just like the last show, they set up a table and they displayed their art, photography, paintings, mm-hmm. you know. But my mind was just I wanted to do modeling. Like that mm-hmm. was my focus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is that like I know you do a lot of that? Is that mm-hmm. something you want to keep pursuing, or because yeah. you know I mean you you're involved with a lot of things. Like which which one is like your I guess um, when you want to pursue the most, it's a hard. I, I mean, because everything doing all of it is fun. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, as far as I can remember, since I was little, I one thing that I used to always tell my mom is like, "Oh, I want to be like Selena," you know. Yeah. So I think um, doing modeling was like an easy way to start somewhere. You know, like um, I work with one person, and like you know, it's very private setting. We're outdoors and nature, and like. You know, I pick out my own outfits. And oh, really? We just, yeah. Okay. Like, everything I've done is very improvised. Yeah. Um, I don't really have... I have a vision, but I don't go by that vision. I don't stick by it. I feel like... You improvise. Yeah, I improvise. Yeah. I go with what I have and what I got, you know? And I just yeah. put myself in that situation. Is that... How long have you been doing that for? Uh, two years. Two years? I've been modeling for two years, yeah. Is there a fashion designer that inspires you more than any other? That's why I like having him. Those questions I would have never thought of, man. Thank you for being here. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> so, you know, I was a journalist for like a couple of years. Yeah, so. that's, that's what I need. I'm over here talking about my penguin walk. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, um, I wouldn't say that I have a particular fashion designer that I am influenced by. I think I'm just influenced by like everyday people, you know? Like I like to hmm. see... Like, some people just express themselves, and I don't even know that person, but they're walking, you know, down the street. They're, like, you know, the hallways of my school, and, like, I'm just like, wow, like, that's a pretty cool outfit, you know? Like, you just, I feel like I get inspired by people around me, not necessarily, like, a big influencer, you know? Like, everyday everyday people yeah. who put together exactly. their own, yeah? Plus, I don't really watch a lot of television, to be honest. Like, mm. I feel like uh, most of the time when I'm with people, you know, like they're talking about movies and they're like, oh, yeah, do you know this this actor and all this? I'm like, uh, no, but I think I've watched that movie, you know, like yeah. I honestly feel like I just I've strayed from TV. So you're not a Project Runway kind of person. Um, Are you familiar with that show? Project Runway. I feel like I am, but no, not entirely. I have friends that are obsessed with that show. They take um, like high in fashionistas and aspiring designers and have them compete there's one guy in particular i think he's like super famous tim gunn tim is gunn. the name and 
he is the end all of all opinions on that show, if I recall correctly. And they just give these people different materials and different challenges and say, make a dress, uh, make attire for men with this, do this. And then they let them kind of sweat it out. Sometimes they work in teams. Sometimes they work solo. I don't know. Like, I think uh, anytime people get a chance to truly express themselves through any medium, whether it's clothes or painting or music or film, you know, it's just something special. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. Yeah. I um I think the only kind of show that I've watched um is a series, but like the Tyra Banks, you know, she does oh, the yeah. modeling. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I yeah. love that. I used to love watching that. Like Wait, seeing the you? the women break down and like breaking in tears, <laughs> like they just cut her, their hair and like you know, they have to embrace that and like basically the, the I feel diets like, would make them go crazy too. I remember yeah. that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about diets, but maybe, yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I'm maybe probably... I'm thinking of a different show. No, you, you would have to be on a diet, though, to keep that kind of form. Yeah. Right? Like, well, uh, that's the thing. That's that, Well, now that's changing, though. Cause, I'm know, glad. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's a lot of bulimia and a lot of in, insane... I don't know. Right. I mean, Shouts to body positivity, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's being healthy, and then there's, like, going too far with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you... Do you, do you I mean... You, what do you feel about like all that that's that, going on? Like, you say that. Thank God for that. Yeah, but like, um, well, I just, I personally believe that all women are beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. every woman is capable of being beautiful. Um, it does start with just you know being able to embrace that and saying, you know what, I am beautiful. Looking yeah. at yourself in the mirror every day and telling yourself you're beautiful, because not everyone's gonna tell you you're beautiful. You know, and um, you know, growing up, I I did have like a lot of um breakdowns because I've just felt like. I think it had to do with the trauma that I went through, but I always looked at myself and I was like, mm, like, why can't I be beautiful? And, you know, I, I wouldn't really have that support, like, when I was younger from my family, you know, because they didn't know my hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. I was always very quiet and kept to myself. But, um, you know, yeah, just growing up, like, being able to defeat all these obstacles that I had to go through within myself, I tried to, like, preach that to other girls, you know, they're yeah. women, too, that, you know, um, being beautiful just means like, you know, doing your hair in the morning, um, picking out your outfit like the night before, you know, like little things like go a long way. I, sometimes just getting your nails done, buying nail polish, putting it on. You know, I like looking at my nose and be like, wow, like this color is really nice, you know, like little things like that. And I it think. is brave to go out and like, you know, put yourself out there mm-hmm. in, in, in like a shoot because I mean, when I go to the beach, I look like this, like I'm, you know, <laughs> being proud of your, your own body. Like it's, it's, it's not easy, man. Yeah, and that goes for, and that definitely goes for guys too. Like, you know, I like women and I, I'm, I'm so glad that bo- body positivity is taking off in the way that it is. And it works both ways. Like not just, not just for the women, but also for the dudes. Like there's a, a meme that totally like just encompasses this whole vibe and it's like there's the picture of the barbie and it it talks about how like you know women unfairly have to compare themselves to this like manufactured plastic uh uh sort of symbol and it's like but men on the other side there's like this he-man masters of the universe figure Mm -hmm. and he's like this bulk buff just muscle upon muscle god and it's like that's what we have to be right like quote air quotes you know like 
it, not necessarily you know really? I, I can speak about like male and like how they feel as well like for example i recently dated a guy like not too long ago no names will be said but anyways he you know when i first met him i thought he was the best thing you know he was a personal trainer and you know but like i came to to this point where i found out that he was doing steroids and after we were dating and i knew this like i felt a little different he asked me how i felt about it and you know all i can say is just like well i don't know like how i don't know it's your body you can do i can't tell you what to do but like i just don't want you to hurt yourself you know and you know he left the steroids and then you know i would say like within two three months like you can tell there was a drastic change in his body like he went like you know completely down and like I was just like, well, you know, I didn't want to I didn't want to have blame because, you know, he felt a certain way about me and then I influenced him, you know, but I personally still don't believe that that's the right way to go. You know, like, oh, yeah, no. I feel like, you know, if you if you really work hard, like you're going to have to go through the pain, you yeah. know, not find the easy route. You have to put your your work and sweat and time into things if you want them to, you know flourish basically it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard to go the, the yeah. hard route i wonder how we got to a point where like we're like okay the stand these are the standards of beauty and it's like everybody seems to agree you know especially when you look at like mainstream hollywood or 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 whatever it's like everybody's trying to go after the same look and it's like there's seven billion of us like yeah. we don't all have the same opinion so why are we agreeing on one Standard. look yeah I, I would say that standards of beauty go all the way back to ancient antiquity. Like, no matter what culture you look at, but specifically in Western culture, we're looking at the ancient Greeks, right? Like, look at the statues. Look at their yeah. gods, right? Like, they're all chiseled. They're all chiseled, and, and for some reason, they all have giant gray beards. Like, so I yeah. guess they had a thing for, Not like, all. the elderly back in the Not, day. Not oh, Apollo. Apollo shaved. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, so it's 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 an interesting thing. Um, when was the era when they were into bigger women? You know those paintings I'm talking about. Um, uh, like the, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I know what you're saying. Victorian? No, no, I, I think know. that that might have been like just just before the Victorian era, or like doing. Like that. It feels it's like like Toulouse Lautrec changes yeah, every era. every like you know. Uh, like back in the 90s every model or like the actresses well i guess the early 2000s everybody was real skinny yeah like yeah super like a, skinny yeah. Was a thing i remember uh, jennifer aniston getting like really small small friends yeah, yeah. everybody was trying everybody to was just trying yeah. to be super skinny and like mm-hmm. it changes i mean it's, it's it's cool now that you know i don't know yeah. I, mean, I, I, st- I still don't feel accepted. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> you like you're like, my time has come. Yeah, no, but honestly, no, because I, I also see it as it's better to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, Agreed. Than, than just to be accepted as a fat guy. Because we were just talking about this earlier. Do you, uh, he asked him, and then I felt offended. No, he said, Do you accept yourself as no, a fat person? No, do you identify as a fat person? Yeah. And I was like, God damn, I do. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, be honest with yourself too. Like, I identify as a fat person. Yeah, like, he lost know. a lot of weight recently too. Still yeah, fat, still but. fat. But yeah, in the mind, <laughs> if your mind is fat, your body will not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is you really got like put yourself out there when you do like the modeling and it's really vulnerable things. So yeah, that's that's I, I, yeah, that's hard to do. We did a photo shoot. I was wearing like my jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did that. Like you said, two years ago, that was that harder to do back then? You talked about the trauma earlier. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, well, this would this is me diving deep right now. Yeah. But basically, when I first started doing my modeling, um, I worked with one photographer. His name is Lo Escano. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe on his Instagram, he goes as Brujita. But he's really cool person. Okay. He um, when he first started his like artistic career, like he just started doing photography with me and other people, mm-hmm. and like. My experience with him was very interesting. Like he was probably one of the best photographers that I've worked with. Not that any of the other ones aren't yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. They're great in all in their own accord. But with him it was very personal because not only was he the first photographer I worked with, but we went through this whole like life changing self like I can't even explain. He like he changed me, you know, like mm-hmm. He cut my hair, just like the Tyra show. And he was like, you know, you're going to love it. We're going to give you a photo shoot and you're going to like it. And I was just like, how? Like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'll do it. You know, because I was going through this time where I felt like I was going through a breakup, actually. Mm -hmm. And I felt very, like, unloved. And, like, it was really hard for me to, like, feel okay. And he was the only person that really reached out to me and was trying his best to make me feel better you know and i was like he's like well what do you like to do i'm like i don't know you know i've always had dreams but like honestly i don't know you know he's like well let's we're gonna do something like i have a camera you you know you're great at speaking just tell me what you need and i was like okay well i always dreamt of doing photography let's start there and then you know he's like okay we did this whole like you know like photo shoot then he's like okay now we're gonna cut your hair and as soon as he said that i was like oh you're gonna cut my hair like (laughs) what do you mean and cut my hair not only did he cut it he dyed it and you know photo shoot photo shoot photo shoot i some of them i was just like oh i don't know but you know looking back at some of the photos i can't even like i can't imagine that you know i don't know that i didn't love myself you know like i was like wow like when i see these pictures like i can see the love you know like i didn't i got the love like through people that you know barely knew me you know like it's really inspiring like to have people around you that show you that love you know and and then they pull you out of like a bad time yeah because i've had that with certain friends Mm -hmm. like you know um well he's not here but we we talk about that like it's important to have those people who are kind of like a creative uh healers yeah (laughs) who can pull you out of bad moments and and in turn inspire you to to create yourself Mm -hmm. and now you're got other things going on you're working on a book yeah and so no yeah like i was gonna say i was gonna tell you how i was gonna dive deep that's yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah. not diving oh, yeah, deep no, yet yeah. but basically i worked with that photographer and after that i had like you know i started posting my pictures on social media mm-hmm. so this is something i want to tell like the audience especially for you know parents with you know young girls that have dreams you know it's like be careful you know who you trust because there are people out there that will take advantage of you, you know. And I say I speak I say this from personal experience because after after I started doing, you know, modeling with this photographer, I had people reach out to me and I was like, oh, "Okay, like, you know, like they want to do photo shoots with me, but, you know, I don't I didn't just go with the first person that, you know, wanted yeah. to do a photo shoot with me, of course. Um, but I had someone from my my own high school reach out to me and you know saying oh like you know i can help you you know like i can help you find a way so that you can have a car and during this time i was struggling you know i was working at like a grocery store i had to walk like almost two miles to get to you know every day and i was living in this in pittsburgh it's really hot out there oh, yeah so i used to walk to work and everything and i was like you know what okay i'm i'm very interested in your ideas you know i 
is a guy, you know, I go on a date with him and, you know, basically I talk about this more in my book. Yeah. But um, it was just one night and he took me down a road that I didn't want to go through. Oh. And um, this is the first time that I'm actually talking about it and, you know, you know, publicly, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but basically... Um, I was like a victim of human trafficking. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And hadn't I come forward, you know, I was really scared when this happened. But, um, you know, he told me, he was like, you know what, like, we're going to do this again, like all this. And I'm going to come pick you up the next day. I ran away from my home. You know, I was like, I don't want to. I, I just ran away, went like all the way to like another city really far. I didn't even know what I was doing there. I was by myself and I was just like, I just don't want this person to find me. I was not only scared about my safety, I was scared of like my family and friends, yeah. you know. Um, he threatened me, you know. I was like basically in a very, very hard place to be, like very vulnerable and scary. I think the word would be scary. I was very scared. Um, and yeah, I, I talked to my best friend who... He's like my best friend of all times. Um, but he basically encouraged that I talk to the authorities, you know, and I did, you know. I immediately probably, I want to say like two days after, um, I went to the authorities and, you know, I told them everything that happened to me. And basically, yeah, they arrested the guy after they were able to find all the evidence, you know. And wow. yeah, he's basically locked up. And this is somebody you knew already? Yeah, someone. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really want to say names. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. I'd rather not say names but at all. It's someone yeah, that I felt I could trust. Right. Yeah. You know, I felt like I could trust that person because, you know, not only did we go to high school together, but you know. Sorry to interrupt. He was your age. He he yes. Wow. He was my age actually. Um, yes. Yeah, and um, very crazy time. So this was, again, I had only worked with one photographer, and then I was, I trusted this person, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, all it took was just one, one date wow. for my life to be, like, at that time ruined, you know? Yeah. And, That's a know, scary thing, because it, it, yeah, like you said, one date, mm -hmm. and it's someone you knew, and someone you trusted. Mm-hmm. It's, like, uh, it's like, well, what does a person say to another human being to get them into something like that? Yeah. Um, so the things that were said, you know, um, I think most of it is just putting fear into the victim. And like, that's what he did, you yeah. know, telling me, you know, he knew my family. He knew where I lived, you know, like, well, when you put my family in the situation, like, how do you think I feel? You know, like my family's lives are at stake at this point. Right. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how I got out of that. You know, I just feel like. You know, like, again, like, I remember growing up in high school and, like, going through this, like, stigma. Oh, the, the police don't trust the police. You know, I've heard mm -hmm. that time, time again. But who I couldn't trust anyone. Like, I trusted this person who I thought I could trust. And, yeah. you know, I couldn't trust anyone, you know. So I just had to trust. I had to put my trust in God. And, you know, and I did. And, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I did, you know. But, yeah, I went through so much after that. You know, like, it took so much out of me to get better. Um, but I've gone through therapy. 
You know, I never imagined myself going through therapy, honestly. Good for you. Good yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Good good for you. That's definitely. It's um, impressive that all the things you're doing and you went through that. Like, it, mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of times you. Because I went through something where I had to leave town. I had to hide for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not the same thing, but, you know, something along the lines of, you know, well. Uh, I don't want to get into it, but, you know, but so when I came, when everything was okay, it took me about three years to like even do like, like stand up comedy again. Like it mm-hmm. took me a long, I just kind of, I didn't want to be seen in public. I didn't want to. So, yeah. you know, so I, I know how that must, that, I don't, you know, the fact that you're, you're, you did therapy. That's great. Cause now like you're doing a lot of things, but just to trust any person, I'm sure is still hard to this day. Definitely. I imagine. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like how, how how does one go on a, another date ever again if one one date led down this spiral, right? Like mm-hmm. you you are so resilient um to pursue a career diligently in the, in yeah. the way that you have and I, I see that you're very upbeat. And I think our listeners can tell that you've been very upbeat up up yeah. to this point and the fact that you wrote a book about it, that that's so healing, right? Mm-hmm. Like to actually talk about your life story and let that pain drip onto the page. Um because without that expression there's no healing, right? Right. Like, you it, know. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, go ahead. So this um this person took you out to Pittsburgh, you said? No, I lived in Pittsburgh oh, you at lived that in time. Pittsburgh. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That person actually came from all the way out here, you know, from like this area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Yeah. Went to go pick me up over there, wow. take me out on a date. And it was just the worst experience. Like, he wasn't alone. And I think that's why I was more scared is that, oh. you know. I wanted to ask you about that, like in that experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure... I don't want to say, I don't know how to call it, like an innocence cloak was taken off, like mm-hmm. being in that world or mm-hmm. seeing that. Because I actually, I used to install home alarms in the, one of my last jobs. Mm-hmm. And one of the cases was a weird case that they sent me, I don't know, someone sent me that the FBI was involved. And it was, uh, I mean, you know, you hear about it on TV and stuff, human trafficking, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you actually come across it, like, it, I'm, you know, you see how how big of a, thing it is mm-hmm. in real life that case for me it was a family that their their three-year-old was almost abducted by the boyfriend of of like the son like it was that the mother had a three-year-old and and one of her oldest sons had a girlfriend who that girlfriend was connected to a family of human traffickers wow and they tried to kidnap the three-year-old and i was there installing cameras because mm, yeah okay. and the fbi was involved and they didn't want to the house is empty and i was there installing by myself and you know i would look outside the door and like you know kind of cautious because apparently they had came to attack the family multiple times Mm. um but that just like for me that just let me know like this thing is huge it was a family of people in napa that were Mm -hmm. doing that were running a a human trafficking operation i'm super paranoid about that sort of thing like i hear well i hear that like sometimes you'll be at the grocery like come and snatch your kid yeah and like my you know i have a i have a four-year-old so my mom's like oh can i just take her with me to whatever i'm like no sorry and she gets mad at me rightly so but i'm like uh no (laughs) yeah i'm hella paranoid about that sort of thing there's nothing wrong and i'm not a father but but i'm i'm close to it I'm, i'm a godparent 
And I don't think there's anything wrong with being caught. I'll tell you a story right now. Um, I was in the car with my god baby. And um, her mom was chatting with a, a relative of hers. And then like this phone call goes off because she's about 10 she's got her own cell phone much to my own chagrin i feel like 10 is too young but whatever and i don't realize what what mechanism is calling her but i see this name and we're just gonna say it's a light-skinned james right and i'm like who is light-skinned james what what is it she's like i don't know have you ever you've never met this person no they're just dialing you what is this she's like oh it's instagram or whatever i'm like hang up hang up now right and then she's like i know him from i know him from the the community group that i go to i'm like oh why didn't you say that and how many jameses do you know is there like a dark-skinned james is there a, i was like why'd you do that she's like because I knew you, I knew you would react that way. React in what way? Overprotective. I'm like, it's not overprotective, honey. It's protective. Like, yeah, real talk. Being, it's just caring about someone's safety, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Precisely. we take that for granted, you know, when we mm-hmm. are safe. It's not until you're like placed in, you know, an unsafe, you know, environment when you yeah. realize, wow, like I wish I was home right now. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have gone. I wish I wouldn't have Definitely. gone out. I've, I've been. I remember instances where, like, you know, shootouts would happen. Like, I kind of wish I was home watching Jackass right now, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But So, uh, I, I don't know if you mentioned this. How long ago was when this happened? Uh, I want to say two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Because this, oh, this happened um, literally after oh, my modeling started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I have a question. I So, I do I do photography. And I mean, I... Oh, sorry. I've, a year ago. Year ago, because it was like a year right. after all this. Right. Yeah. After okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. So, um, I've never like, I would never do something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes as guys, we live in our own world, and how do I say this? Like, okay, I guess the question is, what is Aside from like straight up harassment, what is something that photographers maybe don't realize they're doing that that male photographers male photographers that maybe mm. you're not comfortable with? Yeah, I've well, I, I, with the photographers that I've worked with, I don't I haven't experienced anything that I, you know, I would call uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the settings I feel comfortable in because mm-hmm. of you know the way we carried that out yeah so like for example the first photographer you know he one he was gay so Mm. like i felt super comfortable like i vibed Mm. with him you know we talked about like boyfriends and Mm. you know it was just very comfortable setting the second photographer that i worked with um she her name is maria la vega and we worked together you know i worked at a a barney's burgers and really really good place good. to go to by the place. way do you like burgers oh my goodness best yeah. onion rings i've ever had yes. oh the milkshakes too oh man delicious is it blackberry chocolate yes <laughs> oh you just you just said my favorite <laughs> speaking your language huh? yes but uh yeah so i worked with her and you know that setting is comfortable because um she's a female photographer you know so it's very comfortable i've also worked with another person that i worked with at fenton's creamery 
and you know he had a really nice car you know and mm. he met my mom like my family so yeah. i felt like that's what made me feel comfortable as well and i was like yeah you know let's do it let's take some photos and you know again i picked out my outfits and you know i had i had my friend there with me so i think it, um you know whatever you do just make sure that like the setting and the environment is like you know a good one you know basically that maybe it's during the day uh, make sure you bring a friend with you yeah you know mm -hmm. because i you, feel like you as the model me as the model yes like bring someone who i you know who can be there with me basically mm -hmm. especially like when you like let's say you go into the woods to take a, sh a shoot i'm sure that's <laughs> i took him to the woods yeah yeah he took no <laughs> i think it's also for the sake of both of you yeah. know not only you and the photographer but like you know like it's just it's just two people you yeah. know you can't do that no, like yeah, it's kind of creepy I, yeah. you don't know yeah no safety's always important yeah there's people out there you don't i don't know crazy people out there yeah that's i don't even like throwing the word crazy but you know no yeah. but it, it, it like <laughs> if you get more specific murdering psychopaths yeah, like, yeah there like, you go are out there let's not you know because there's different forms of mental illness the the bipolar depressive isn't necessarily going to murder you but mm -hmm. you know psychopath will so yeah know. and there's yeah i mean as like as a beautiful person you attract a lot of those fucking crazy people mm -hmm. <laughs> you know oh yeah, I, yeah honestly i've been driving and i have like you know, I was just driving, and then there's this guy, like, sticking his tongue out at me, you know, like, the oh, weird yeah, one. Dude. Like, ugh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. I just, I'm, I act like I didn't see it, you know, just like, yeah. mm. you know, and even though he's, like, right in front of me, I'm just, like, oh, looking past him. How often yeah. does stuff like that happen to you? Like, not even with, with I mean, I mean, in general, how often, do, like, do you get... I think not, not, not as often as you would think, mainly, because really? I, I feel like I'm usually around people that, you know... Like are there to take care of me and stuff, yeah, yeah, or yeah. I always have someone around me that's watching me now, okay. you know. Yeah. But um, I I feel like I get I get random messages like on social media. That's where I'm that's like, that's a Ugh. new thing, huh? That's like yeah. a, our our generation. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I remember there was a model I was friends with, and she used to post stuff that the dudes would send her. And yeah, I've like seen those stuff. Horrifying of stuff, yeah. man. Like yeah. Jesus, it's like no one asked for this. Yeah. Why? It's just out of nothing. Out of nothing, the dude would like they would create scenarios and like you're not replying to my shit. What the f you know like. And it's just dudes creating shit in their head. Just, yeah. just so lonely and and. Or the and, comment sections, Jesus, oh, that's oh, another oh, fucking. No. Yeah. That's public forum that with no privacy whatsoever. No. And I I think when you're behind a screen, there's a certain distance you feel between between you and whoever's looking at that. There's mm -hmm. a certain freedom that. It gets perpetuated and you get to really know who people really are yeah when they're typing things right as opposed to what they say to you in public right because mm -hmm. it's easy to forget that other people are going to look at this right it's not just the person that you know and oftentimes you see the images on screen that are typing and the avatars are stuff like here's a picture of an anime character here's a power ranger here's the you know and people just feel and it's kind of sad that when people feel safe to say whatever they want like like the, the, the their first thing they do with that is to say the most erroneous like horrendous things it's like what in the name of that's what you do with your power yeah. that, that's yeah. who you really are though like you know people get superpowers instead of saving the world they're running around trying to make a profit off it or dominate it 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's kind of sad. Creepy online. <laughs> being creepy online. With all the things online, you can do online, you know, you're being creepy. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of things you could teach yourself to. Do. I mean, I, that's a whole other thing. But um, that's online is one that you experience a lot, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like has yeah. it, it gotten real bad before? Or like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't mean to ask about this thing. I'm just like. I'm always curious as like the like a woman's experience. Yeah, because like a dude, we you know that's what I mean. Is we're, that we're in our own world. We're know? in our own world. We're over here like, man, I wish somebody would message Nobody's me. Nobody's gonna harass me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's never harassment. Like it, it it's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. And and like I'm always curious, like you know what what your experience is like. Because uh, yeah, I mean I'm speaking for myself. Like if someone would message me, I don't know. We're like, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, it, it's all good. It's I- never harassment you know? i mean i the closest thing that i ever got to being harassed online and this is embarrassing to admit and i kind of knew it was a setup but it was like someone on on facebook uh and it was a picture of a really cute girl added me or i requested and i was like all right sure whatever like because i'm in the business of sharing my material mm-hmm. whether it's music or the films i'm working on whatever I don't care about adding strangers to my Facebook. If anything, please let me send you something, right? <laughs> but, really? but, right, you know, really, add, you don't, you don't like adding strangers, like I said, I don't mind. Adding oh, strangers. I thought okay, I don't, no, I don't right. care about adding okay, strangers. Okay. Some people are like, oh, I don't like adding people I don't no, know. No. I'm like, no, please, like, if yeah. you don't know me, add me so I can show you this awesome stuff. <laughs> but, but anyway, <laughs> like a few days later after I added this person, they're like, oh. Uh, uh, I'm very lonely. I'm a lonely housewife. Do you want to do some sexting? Do you want to do some... And I'm just like, what? No, that's that's kind of... And I know this is going to sound weird, but I was just kind of like, this sounds like a setup, A. And B, like, look, I'm a romantic at heart. I don't just, like, get down with strangers <laughs> like that anyway. So even if I didn't think it was a setup, I still would have been like, this is weird. But then, like, they're like, let's just video chat just once. And I don't don't be shy. And I just got tired. So I was like, let me just go ahead and and <laughs> press yes. Oh so I could God. tell this person they're crazy. <laughs> and instead of it being like an attractive person, like female in like what looked like they were their 20s. It was, it was a no, blow. <laughs> it was like a bloated, like porpoise looking dude in his 40s who whipped out his junk and started and i was like no 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 and then like i went to go block that person (laughs) i went to block that person and the person had blocked me first and i was like oh so much for my clean you know facebook record now i get blocked for who knows what behavior i was gonna be like lewd you know i was gonna snitch right Uh but nah that and that's like the one negative thing that's ever happened to me it broke your heart that it, it wasn't a, a beautiful <laughs> honestly no it broke my I'm heart kidding, that i didn't get a chance to chew the person out because oh, i was about yeah. to be like look you weird harasser like because i had a feeling it was a catfish moment but i just wasn't prepared for that yeah like, <laughs> that's see creeper moments i've only had one creeper moment and it was when i was i was working at comcast mm-hmm. and i went to a customer's house and um it was this uh older older white lady and um when i walked in she was she was in her in her like what, what is it the, the robe the robe like. with like almost nothing underneath and mm. she had a drink it was 8 a.m oh the the cable guy yeah come right in uh, i'm gonna go get another drink i thought it was just cranberry juice you know it's 8 a.m <laughs> i'm walking in and I'm, I'm in the bedroom doing whatever uh forgot i think i was installing like the internet mm. and then uh 
she she comes into the room and she sits down and she says so what what what's, uh, how old are you uh, i think i was like 23 at the time I'm like i'm 23 like cool you got a girlfriend I'm like oh shit <laughs> so, oh, no no i don't and then uh, oh okay you're uh, a handsome guy handsome guy and like cool <laughs> i don't know how to re- you know cool yeah. didn't even ask how my mom feeling. would agree <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and then uh it got weirder then she came back and then she she was like right by here what you know she was talking to me her head was right by my head and I, i'm 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 on my knees on the floor you know and then she says uh something and then like maybe you should give her your number in case i need help with this later on and i could smell her breath like straight up vodka I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like a cougar moment. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But it gets weirder. So mm. Then I give her my phone number, which was my per- my work phone number. And um, I give her my work phone number. And, 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 and she says, oh, no, no. I mean, you're personal. I'm like, oh, um, uh, before I leave, I'll give that to you. And, 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 then, <laughs> and then she she sits down. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, me and my husband aren't having sex anymore. I haven't had an orgasm in two years. My and uh, I want to give you my card so that maybe one day we can go get lunch. And I'm just sitting there. Uh, I was like, you know what? I think I do have a girl. Not to say that, but I was thinking, like, how do I get out of this? This is awkward, man. So then uh, it, uh, some dude my age walks in and says, Mom, seriously? <laughs> And I was like, oh, fuck. Awkward. Very awkward. That was hella awkward. I got out of there. I didn't even finish the job. I called my boss. She's like, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, man. That was the only, like, creeper moment that I've had that made me uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here working and I have no choice. I'm so glad I'm your boss here. was supportive and he wasn't oh, like, yeah. the customer is always right. Go uh, back in there and uh, finish the job. Lay the pipes, boy. Like, there was another instance where this dude wanted to kidnap me. Or he wanted to keep me in there until I finished the job. What? And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I pushed my way out of that one though. This, this, <laughs> so that, I mean, that's a different kind of a creeper. I don't know. That that that's more of a like I I don't trust that you'll come back to finish this, so you remain here. Oh yeah, that, you got in the way of the door. Though. You got in the way of the door. Right. But, ha, have but you, this is this is when I was boxing. Yeah. <laughs> like, See what you know? I mean? Like Stephen King wrote a novel about this. Which one? Gosh, I'm trying to remember. Misery? The, misery. Yep, oh, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I. what do you mean you're going to kill that character off? Mm-hmm. Whoops! Oh, now your leg's broken. I guess you have to write the story the way I want you to. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. That. Speaking of writing the story, like, you're writing this this story? Like, is this the story you're you're writing? Um, um Well, it doesn't focus on that necessarily. Okay. Like, when I first started writing the story, I w- probably, it was like four years ago. Um, but I just, I literally started with the illustration before it, it was ever a story. It was really? an illustration. So is was that, that the, is that the one, the one on the cover, the, the avocado? Yes. Okay. So during that time I was actually, um, I was studying at Contra Costa college and I was working in, um, the advocate newsroom and well, you ran a podcast. Yes. I used to do podcasts there. Nice. Yeah. What a coincidence. <laughs> so are we. Yeah. <laughs> Not there. No, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, so yeah, basically, I I started off in the journalism program, wanting to like tell stories, talk to people, mm-hmm. and I think most what I wanted to get out of it most was being able to you know talk to people, and not being nervous, no matter who that person is. Yeah, you know, because I feel like I used to feel like oh I can't talk to the 
even a teacher sometimes i'm like i'm too nervous to talk to the teacher ask a question about something that i didn't really understand you know like i had a lot of nerve you know like not to like ask someone for help and that's what i wanted i wanted to like enhance my communication skills and i got so much more out of that actually i was um Basically, I learned how to write, how to tell a story, who does what, when, where, how, why, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, yeah, like, when I started <laughs> the program, they they noticed that I was, you know, very artistic. So they're like, oh, can you actually start doing, like, the illustrations? You know, we need an ed tune, you know, and we don't have anyone else who is willing to do it. And I'm like, well, okay, sure, you know, why not? And then at that time, I actually had a boyfriend within the news organization. Mm. And he was also an illustrator. So I was yeah. very inspired by him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, if he can do it, I can do it. And I always wanted to be the best. You know, I was like, mm. I wanted to show him I can do it. You know, it's just love. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I basically, um, I started doing illustrations. And then I started working on like, you know, a little bit on like web de web design like designing the page mm -hmm. but i didn't get so much into that because um we also had like a podcast for the student newspaper going on and the one who the person who was working on it his name is tashi mm -hmm. um he was gonna leave like within that year so he's like we need somebody to come in after me and i was like i've done it before you know i've done little videos here and there nothing serious but i'm willing to do it I started basically putting together all the podcasts, um, you know, typing out basically what we're going to talk about, um, putting my voice in it initially. And then, you know, it was a very interesting experience because, you know, some of the people that were, you know, coming into the podcast, they would like get nervous or like, well, I don't know how to say. It. I'm like, well, I can write it out for you. I can type it out for you and just read it. But read it with a voice like you're not reading it, you know? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the hardest part for them. They're like, uh, okay, I'm trying not to sound robotic. I'm like, yeah, just, you know, read it like you would like with excitement, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like That is a that is a skill to like talk to someone and not get really um like not get nervous. For example, I just met some of my heroes over the weekend and uh and I had in my head, like, if I ever meet these guys, I'm going to ask him this, 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 and that, mm -hmm. you know, like, because, you know, if I ever get someone that I really respect like that on, on here or whatever, like, I, I really want to be good at, at asking them articulate questions about mm -hmm. their art or their music. It was musicians. Mm -hmm. And when I met them, like, you know, in my head, I was like, all right, I'm going to, I saw them from far away. Like, oh, I'm going to go talk to them uh, in my head. I was like, I'm not going to be weird fan, you know? And then when I got up to them, oh my God, I'm a huge fan of your art. I, just, you know? <laughs> and I couldn't control myself. I was like a little kid. Yeah. So that skill of being able to just talk. Yeah. It, it's. Do you think all of that time spent with the advocate would help with a celebrity? Um, Like just talk to a celebrity? Yeah. Maybe? Of course. But um, I personally feel like um, I wouldn't be nervous to talk to anyone in this world. Mm -hmm. you know i would want to talk to the president of the united states yeah. you know, and say hey what's up like you know maybe not get into personal stuff that you know like mm -hmm. politics and stuff but i'd be like oh like you know things that we can relate to would be mm -hmm. cool you know like hey so is the white house haunted like do you <laughs> like hear a, things you like know a like human conversation yeah not, exactly not, and yeah. i i feel like that's the best kind of conversations yeah. the ones that are like you know that just aren't really influenced by anything right. or you know yeah because you you see how like like a lot of journalists now they're just probing 
mm-hmm. and trying to get a reaction out of whatever it's very biased both sides like you know and, and it's good to have a like hear a talk about something without any kind of uh agenda, agenda. Yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah yeah so basically yeah so my book like i mentioned it started with the illustration i want to talk um, about this for sure i mm. feel like during that time when i was doing illustrations for the paper um i i went through this whole like um like spiritual cleansing for myself you know Mm. like i was solely drinking water i was eating wholesome foods you know like i was really just aspiring to be the healthier like best version of myself at that time and not that i don't continue it now but you know once in a while i cheat and i I still love burgers you know i tell them tacos (laughs) and all that stuff but um yeah basically i i i drew that because i've i'm a believer of like the sun and like i believe in god Um, I know that everyone believes in God maybe in different ways, but I can probably interpret it in all the ways that people believe in God as, you know, like the force, you know, like follow the light, you know, I feel like all that's positive, like that's God, like God is within us, you know, like we Mm -hmm. reflect God in a way and staying with God is, is like, it's like a, a way of living, you know, that makes people feel like a little lighter, you're not so heavy or like down, you know? Yeah. So I, I try to stick with God and like, you know, when I start feeling down, I'm like, okay, time to meditate, you know, time to listen to some good music, you know, with no words, no like this and that, you know, like I just want to listen to something positive and that gets me going, you know, I'm like, okay, I feel better now. Um, but yeah, basically for me, like God is the sun. And I say this because like I was going through so much and like I turned into, I turned to medi- medication of like cannabis because that's that's where actually where you met me yeah. you know working at green remedy and like i was like okay well you know cannabis is like um it's friendly like a lot of people use it and you know it's a plant yeah. like it's good you know so like when i started working there like i just i felt really bad about certain things about it like um you know i just feel like smoking isn't for me mm-hmm. you know it it, I'm okay with people smoking and like I'm okay with being in a room with people smoking but yeah. I'll stray from it you know um, but it doesn't create a hostile environment exactly I, and for me personally like you know yeah yeah but um yeah like when I was working there I would always try to encourage people that really had serious like problems like some people really had problems with like you know body aches and mm-hmm. like certain things you know like I don't know, like, I've, I've had patients that come in, like, with cancer, and, yeah. you know, they're really hurting, and I'm like, oh, okay, well. CBD cream? CBDs, um, I always, you know, I encouraged edibles more, you know, but I think that's my own, like, bias. I was like, hmm, I just think it's healthier, you know. You do you, do you uh, use it still re- recreationally, or are um, you? No. No, you don't. I actually, I've stopped. Oh, you stopped? Yeah, I've okay. stopped, like, I've tried to, like, restrain from, like, smoking and, like, um, alcohol, yeah, like, drinking. Um, when it's like family settings, however, like I don't mind having a beer, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. you know, but like I, I don't drink to get drunk, you know, okay. I want to be just social and just that's social. it. Yeah. yeah. And plus it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. refreshing. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so like the book, right? So I w- yeah, I wanted to talk to about this illustration. illustration. There's a story here. Um, definitely- I'm sure I, I, I don't know if you guys saw this. It's an avocado 
and there's what, what do you call this thing here so that's influenced by like mexican culture you know uh, like when you yeah. think of like um yeah. little designs, like the on calendar a, the mm-hmm. aztec calendar or and like then, even like a guitarra you know how they oh, have yeah little, yeah yeah so and that's basically balloons walking inside or yeah so the avocado represents like the seed of life you know like okay. we are all like a seed you know we start off as yeah. a seed yeah. sometimes we're two and there's twins cool yeah. but so we're like a seed and like for me it means like um the avocado represents my my heritage, like my culture. Um, I'm fr- I'm Mexican, mm-hmm. and avocados originate from Mexico, mm-hmm. and I love avocados. Um, the little girl is a representation of myself, and she's wearing a pink dress because it's also a representation of myself, like the femi- <laughs> my femininity. You celebrate your femin. Femininity. Femininity. Yeah, but you know, being a f- being a female. Yeah. Um, like i take pride in you know who i am and um just being kind being soft being loving you know i think those are um attributes that you know a woman should have you know Mm -hmm. we should be kind we should care for others you know and um the the little girl she's a little girl because you know that's how i felt you know growing up like i could i could be 20 and you know i always felt like i was like 15 right now i'm 24 and i feel like i'm 17 you know like i feel like i'm a kid at heart and that's like what it represents for me and her looking into the avocado is her looking into the light you know she's looking into life she's looking into the sun and the reason why i have these like the primary colors all into this illustration like i have yellow blue Mm -hmm. red green pink you know it's because like i feel like when i found this light when i found the light of day when i found the sun like that's all i needed you know, I realized I didn't need, I didn't necessarily need anything else but that, you know. Um, you know, like, for me, like, being able to see hues, like, colors, like, more. Um, when I was going through that detox that I was talking about, I I literally was able to look into the sun. And, like, I felt crazy because mm-hmm. I couldn't explain this, like, spiritual experience that I was going through. And I remember talking to my boyfriend at that time about it, and he said you shouldn't do it and I was like but it's just strange that I can you know like you can't do it I understand but like it's calling me like it makes me feel so happy when I'm there you the know light, the sunlight the light like it literally the first time I saw it it was like this ray of sunlight just going through my through my eyes through the socket of my eyes down through like you know my throat down to my chest and to my heart you know and it felt so beautiful it felt like the feeling of like my mother hugging me you mm. know it was like the most mm. beautiful like all peaceful loving experience i could have ever experienced so like how can i stray from something that was so like pure you know yeah and like you know i was like well you know i'm sorry that you don't believe in it like i know like even when i googled searched things like oh looking into the sun everything said don't do it you're gonna go blind Hmm. but then he my boyfriend at the time told me he's like you know maybe instead of saying looking into the sun why don't you say gazing into the sun because you're not just looking at it you're gazing (coughs) at it i was like okay so i googled that and then apparently there's people out there that do it you know that experience this that i'm not alone and that felt that felt pretty cool you know quick question about that real quick Mm -hmm. the the did you say worship son or you just believe in it you like a higher power like god that's what you see as god that was that something that like uh, you were brought up as or something you discovered within your detox like, I think I discovered it within my detox the reason I bring it up is because there's an, I forgot I was reading somewhere some ancient texts that like the 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 
when they say our risen savior mm-hmm. that goes that that saying goes back i think before jesus and the, the, this specific thing that i was talking about they were talking about the sun because if the sun doesn't rise and we die exactly. it's our right. risen savior and it, it hasn't yeah that's that's like the origins that of that the, when you brought that up i just like that i remember that mm-hmm. thought so that's well correct me if i'm wrong but the uh the Aztecs worshipped a sun god, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, so did the Greeks, Apollo. Yeah. Back, shout back Basically Apollo. everybody. And it, it, it makes totals, and, and the Egyptians, mm-hmm. Amun-Ra, right? Yeah. You know, and it just makes total sense that this thing that sort of give li- gives life to plants, gives like light to, like beats back the shadow, which people were naturally afraid of before they... They understood that night is not harmful within itself, right? Mm-hmm. But you're ancient mankind, and you're in darkness, and it's spooky, and bats are flying around. And like, oh no! And of course, you're going to be like, ah, this thing that allows me to see where I'm going and must be worship worthy. Like, surely. So uh, it, it seems like a very common sense thing to do when you're trying to figure out how the world works. To maybe assume that. On any planet with any group of people, you'd assume probably the sun was a god, right? I mean, and in the duality of it, too, because it does do all that, and then it can also kill you, so you got to respect exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, skin cancer is a, a Big newly news. discovered thing, though. Like, not everybody knew that skin cancer was caused by yep. too much sun exposure. So. I mean, in, yeah. You know. Back in those, they, they didn't even know what they germs probably were. Just, they probably <laughs> you just didn't thought, live long enough to. Yeah. Right, you know. <laughs> exactly. They probably just thought it was some sort of witchcraft. Yep. Like, the old lady, like, <laughs> down the lane, cursed my son with this. Oh, no, like in Apocalypto, where the, the, all the spores and, and, you know, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But, sorry, yeah, I just wanted it, because that, that, that um, when you mentioned that, like, mm. uh, I started thinking about that, and. Yeah, like in ancient cultures, like the worshiping the sun, which in in some like in some cultures is different. The sun meant something else, but yeah, no, it, it, that's pretty cool. That I, I want you to continue. <laughs> um, I just wanted to. No, but you were saying that you gazing into the sun. Yeah, and, I mean, because it is. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It is. Uh, um, I mean, you know, I'm a sunglasses wearer. <laughs> I probably should detox myself, you know, but you talking about this is it just it, it, it interests me because um, there's some things that people when they say they detox of like a lot of stuff, not just like the food, but like certain, you know, mm-hmm. other things that just they can do things they, they like they can't they weren't able to do before. before yeah. Is like, right? Well, for me, it meant like I noticed that there was a change in my energy Yeah. when I was like gazing at the sun. Like for me, like what I felt out of it was that like. I had more energy. Like, I was like, what do I do with this energy now? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I just had coffee. Like, that's yeah. how I felt, you yeah. know? And I was like, okay, well, okay, I would like, you know, exercise more. And like, you know, I, oh my gosh, one of the most amazing things that I was able to do was swim like, like longer lengths. And like, you know, I felt like I was able to control and regulate my breathing better, you know? Mm. And I also feel like that not only did I get that from like, you know, having energy from the sunlight, but, you know, also doing meditation helped me you know doing meditation teaches you you know the regulation of your breathing matters is this how short your hair was yeah oh yeah when i met you you had short hair yeah i had short hair yeah this is oh yeah this is the shortest one this one yep um i I was gonna ask you with that oh yeah go ahead no i was gonna say 
I had before I cut my hair like that, I had a fear for cutting my hair. Really? Like I used to have my hair in high school like almost to my butt. Like it was super long. Mm-hmm. And even getting a trim, like I would freak out. And like I'm like, no, no. You know, I, I even cried once and it wasn't even like short, you know, it was still long, but just I had a fear for it yeah. because when I was very little, when I was like com- just recent from Mexico. So this is I don't know if other people will relate to me, but I came from Mexico with lice. So mm. You know, my mom was just like, you know what? Easiest way, just shave her. So they shaved my head. How old were you? I was probably, I was like three. Oh, and oh like, yeah, you were born in Mexico. I forgot mm-hmm. to ask you that, yeah. Yeah, and I was three and they, they shaved my head and I remember just looking into the mirror. Brought over and that I Mexican cried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I oh, just, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. So then I think I, I got, I was just traumatized and, you know, going through this photo shoot and him cutting my hair, like... I was like, oh, I don't feel beautiful anymore. But he's like, no, we're going to make you feel beautiful. And, you know, I learned a lot through that experience. It's like, you know, make the best of what you have. Like you, everything you you think is only your own perception. Like Mm -hmm. just because you don't see yourself that way doesn't mean that the next person won't see you the same way you see yourself. Like they're going to see you differently they probably see you as the most beautiful person you know because you're I very saw, oh i saw a meme that said uh if you don't find yourself attractive you're just not your type yeah <laughs> that's a good one i love memes like literally i that's my thing yeah. if you're not happy go go scroll through memes <laughs> like through memes. yeah i i read something online that suggests that like no one really knows you there's actually thousands of different versions of you because everyone that you meet either only gets to know a portion of you or or you are filtered through their own experiences and their own worldview. So, like, you know you, but your parents know a different you, your colleagues know a different you. Yeah. And even when you're trying to be transparent and honest, like, everyone just kind of, there's it's almost like there's it's parallel universes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's the you from Earth 42 who's like this crazed criminal mastermind. But then there's the you from 43 who's mommy's angel. Who are you really? Yeah, that's that's like when when your coworkers and your family meet. <laughs> like, yeah, he really does that at work. Like, yeah, that's that's he doesn't act like that here. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of that, I was gonna ask. I, I went to ask you at the show, but um, I don't know if you feel comfortable. Okay. Talk. Go ahead. You're a dreamer. You're, yeah. You're, you're a DACA, DACA recipient. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. How how is that been? Also, like, because I know I, I have a lot of friends who are DACA recipients, family members, and like are you scared with all the stuff going on right now no. that's i kind of especially live, the experience of a daca recipient in like right now it's, yeah it's, it's, it's honestly I, I just live by this motto i okay. feel like the worst fear you can have is fear itself mm-hmm. like there's nothing to fear mm-hmm. you know even if you know i guess if we were deported i'm like okay well they don't want us here we're gonna we're gonna make a good life out there yeah. you know basically make the best of what you got where you got where you are you know like mm-hmm. I, there's nothing to fear. I don't feel like, you know, if my if they deport me, like I'm pretty sure my family's gonna go out there. If my they deport my family, I mean, maybe I'll go out there. You know, I like it here. All right, but, to you guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I mean, I I think that's that's um yeah, it's not a good, it's not good, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not, you know, it's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because we all know that you know 
the United States is found is founded by a bunch of immigrants. Mm-hmm. So where is there? There's no common sense in deporting us, you know. Like especially when you like the Dreamers, everyone that I know, you already like embraced American culture and you are American. Yeah, and and I, honestly, it defeats the purpose of there ever being such a thing called Dreamers. You know, like why would they make me pay like four hundred dollars for this card that? allows me to work here like i yeah. paid to work here i yeah. paid you guys so that you know like yeah like i'm i, I want to work you mm-hmm. know it's like everyone else like we want to work we want to make a living and you know if i'm paying you you like you should give me that you should grant that what was me. the process of doing the because i i heard different things from different people and 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 you know this guy told me he paid this much and then this guy told me he paid this much i'm like oh okay is that is it like a set thing? Um, um, I, honestly, I I think like anything in this world, it's like, you know, who you know sometimes. Um, and and I say this because um, like me, for example, I've, I've worked with um, when the Dream Act started, mm-hmm. you know, um, part of my work in the past was like helping other dreamers apply for DACA. Mm-hmm. So I was familiar with the application okay. and the process. Okay. So, you know. Um, coming back, you know, like I basically left that area of work for a while, but coming back to having to put in my paperwork again, you know, because you have to renew that every like two to three years, depending on what time frame they give you. Um, but yeah, because I knew people, I was basically granted, Mm. you know, that I was waived that fee. So I didn't have to pay it. Like the lawyers? You knew mm-hmm. the lo- okay. Yeah. So, you know. So it again, depends on the lawyers that, that then, then, right? Yeah, the lawyers. But, you know, even now, they there's some places you can go where, you know, if you if you show that, you know, maybe you need help and, you know, th- there's lawyers that will help you. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's what we're about. You know, that's what it's nice to get that help, you know. But unfortunately, I'm sure some people don't, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's just looking, Googling, looking yeah. everywhere, not just stopping in the first place you go, you know, like shop around. Yeah. Look around. Yeah. It's still, I don't know. <clears throat> it still seems unfair though. Like, you know, the mm-hmm. process to, oh, absolutely. Having to it's, do that? it's meant to, yeah, it's, it's meant, meant for you to fail. Like, it's yeah, meant for like, you to have to go back to your country. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. that That's insane. It's like having you, you pay for a house and you, your payments are on time. Let's say you've even paid for the house, and the bank goes, "No, we're repossessing it. It doesn't matter how much money you invested on this. Go, mm-hmm. go away, away." Well, but, but, but I paid the money. We had an agreement. Mm-hmm. We had a deal. You know, that's. And then that's the thing. That's, that's also you have to renew. Like you're doing everything by the book. You're not getting into like mm-hmm. you know the trouble. Now you got to go renew every month. Like, yeah. I mean, but every you, you year. appreciate you yeah. every. Oh yeah, every, every year. So many I'm years. tripping. Yeah, every month. No, but um. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm speaking like as a lazy person, you know, like I got to go renew. I forget to renew my tags, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, right. That stuff defeats me. Yeah. Paperwork dude, paper, and stuff like I that. hate doing paperwork, yeah. man. So name like, a creative person alive that actually likes doing paperwork <laughs> and I'll show you a millionaire. Yeah. 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 Um, what the fuck are we watching? I'm sorry. I just like. I've seen this. <laughs> we're watching Wait, Jackass. Two, three. Two sack with a member. Oh, I haven't seen like. Three. Uh, um. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> are Are you in school currently? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. Where I I've, since since actually graduating high school, I've been in school. There's only one. I've only taken one year off, but at the moment, I am at Skyline Community College. 
and I'm studying early childhood education. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you did all your general ed at CCC? No, so I haven't. Oh, and yeah, my general ed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just I was I was working on like getting my journalism like communications uh -huh. major, but. I just switched careers, you know, after the mm -hmm. incident. I was just like, okay, let's see what I can get oh, into. And yeah. I just basically switched. Yeah, I thought yeah, we yeah. talked uh, at the, the day of the show. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned that one of the reasons you wanted to switch away or get away from journalism has uh, something to do with interviews. Some people were sharing certain things that you didn't want. Or, um, I, I don't remember. I, to be honest, I was yeah, a little no. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. But I, no, I feel like just being being a journalist, you're bar bar bombed, uh, bar, can't think of the word, bar bar bombarded, bar bombarded. bombarded. There yeah, you go. Yeah. With so much information, yeah. and like you know, all the information you receive, it's up for interpretation. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, during that time, like I was just like, it was like Halloween, and like Trump was president, and like <laughs> literally, I had this patient come in, like oh my god, shared some crazy stuff with me, and like he was like, you know, like. Um, talking about like, oh, you know, I, ha I have, I sell beds, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, if you're ever interested, like, you know, it's, it's on <laughs> for cheap and all this stuff. Yeah. I, but then I don't know how he went from that to like, oh, like, yeah, my, in my, my, in my family, like there was a history of like people that, you know, they were racist and like basically all this other stuff. And I was like, oh my God, like, how are you, why would you even tell me this? You know, like, it makes no sense. Like, the conversation went from something beds beds to like this like it makes yeah. i don't even know how it shifted to that and like i was just during that time i was just very it, it installed fear in me mm -hmm. that's what i'm telling you fear is the worst thing to yeah. have you know like but i was like you know what like i can't like i literally need a change of like location i just need somewhere where i feel safe yeah. and you know working in an ice cream parlor i'm like oh this is cool ice cream <laughs> i get to eat ice cream and children come here all the time like you know i just needed i needed um time for myself you know because being a journalist like i was just always receiving all this information things that were going on you know what the trump administration was doing or at that time i believe he was just barely getting elected you know like or just was recently elected president i can't even remember but i just remember like all that stuff and you know it was it it was very unbelievable you know like it made no sense and you know he, here i am a journalist you know yeah. a student journalist and people that you know aren't going to school and they're my friends are asking me questions like oh well, if you do you know about this like do you know and i'm just like you know everything's up for interpretation like i just because i read it like you read it too like mm -hmm. i don't have the answers you know but like yeah i never chose to write anything about that because i'm like why give attention to something that you know is irrelevant to me mm -hmm. you know yeah and then when you get into that it's like people force you to like choose a side even though yeah. you're not really choosing you're just interpreting whatever the facts are mm -hmm. um i can see why that being yeah. involved in that made you not want to i don't know is, yeah but it was this journalism <laughs> yeah exactly. it was just at yeah. the time because i feel like i still got a lot out of it and if i did con you know like i just need probably like two more courses to finish my journalism oh, okay, okay but like i i would just focus on things that i'm passionate about mm. you know um maybe telling p other people's stories would be ideal or like I don't know, like, this. these are more of my dreams. Like, I'm very open to, like, um, you know, making a series about something. I don't know, you know, like... Yeah, as a writer, an actor, or what Everything, do you mean? I want to do everything, you know? Like, I would want to, I want. I would love to make a film, you know? I would love to, like, make a series of maybe telling other people's stories. Um, you know, I remember in my book, I actually talked about how I wish that I could, 
you know, go into the White House and, you know, maybe talk to even Donald Trump, you know, talking to the president about, again, you know, like, um, is a house haunted, you know, is mm. it, you know, and just go through how the, 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 the president's daily day is like, you know, yeah. like just I like to relate <clears throat> to people. And I think that's what my my book's focus is on, like um, using grammar also that is relatable, you know, that yeah. the common person can read and understand, mm-hmm. you know, like. Um, I've, I've come across some like writers too that were like, oh, you know, like uh, my book has all, all these intricate like s- words and stuff and sentences. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know? But I want people to relate to what I write and I want them to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And well, my book is just very, um, it has a lot of emotion. That, so. That's good because, um, you know, you're always going to have discrimination. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that like racist people they don't want to hear statistics or things like that, but they're more open to hearing um, emotions or experiences or re- things that are relatable. It can be a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, a bridge. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. 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 Um, to kind of connect mm-hmm. the, you know, like like mm-hmm. giving a, yeah, a, yeah. Nice, a nice plate of birria to a racist person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, they wouldn't know, you know, they don't know what that well, is. Yeah, I don't hate <laughs> you Yeah, anymore. all they know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I, re- I read a study once that said that uh, when people have certain beliefs, whether it's religious or political, even if you present them with cold, hard mm-hmm. facts that would negate those beliefs, they dig in their heels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So rationality isn't necessarily the way to go. <laughs> However, yeah. empathy can sometimes open up somebody to feel differently about a cause as is slightly man, slightly manipulative as that sounds i mean I'm, I'm a filmmaker like showing things to make people feel stuff is what i do so guilty as charged but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i mean that there's something powerful in that as long as you're 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 using it for for you know a proper cause i mean there's uh or, or for the right cause quote unquote whatever that is i mean there's also birth of a nation to consider ill Mm-hmm. Are you oh, familiar with that? Yeah, that, that black the and white KKK film. film? Yeah, 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 it was sort of like the birth of the KKK, you mm-hmm. know, and smear campaign again. That that film is a blessing and a curse because mm-hmm. there are a lot of uh, elements in that movie that are used in movies today because it established things, like uh, showing the split screen of things simultaneously happening in different uh, parts of the film. It's like over here they're shooting those people and over there they're having dinner somewhere right that Mm -hmm. that was in that film for the first time ever it was revolutionary and people still use those camera tricks and editing tricks today but on the other hand the film's message is arguably nauseous Mm -hmm. so speak like um like art forms that are very what's the word i'm looking for kind of like what you're talking about um like that's why I love. We were talking about this the other day. That's why I like going to like heavy metal shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they have a bad rap of being like a, a violent, the mosh pits and all that. But it's it's like the most diverse crowds that I've ever been in. Like it it doesn't matter. Like I see people with swastika tattoos, mm-hmm. and I've seen people with MS thirteen tattoos, mm-hmm. and like and is and you don't feel. I don't feel scared ever in those shows, and it's literally people of all different ethnicities. And I'm sure some of these people are racist, I'm, yeah. you know. But it's it's very like uh, it's it's uh, the music that brings them together because yeah. there's bands of 
that you know they have they have a, like a reputation supposedly being racist mm-hmm. and then they'll go perform all over south america all over you know and it, i don't know it's just it, it music <laughs> money's money yeah it is but the crowd though the crowd itself you know like the crowds are very diverse man like yeah. i mean definitely see more black people but there is a, a shit like a lot there is a lot of black people in there that's the one that i don't see as much but mm-hmm. there's a lot of brown and, and whites and everything yeah um and it emo- a lot of emotion in the music like i mean not all music really but that's i mean i'm speaking of my experience mm-hmm. so you've been modeling for two years um how long have you been doing illustrations so illustration i i think oh i guess all my life like i've all i've loved drawing painting and stuff but you know set illustrations that i saved like probably just um working in the advocate Mm. yeah but i i started doing art and um at kennedy high school Mm -hmm. with a teacher called his name is mr menini you were him oh he He is is. one of the greatest things to ever happen to john f kennedy yep i'm calling the school's name out shout outs to mr menini you're the man yes he's a very you started doing the illustrations in high school um, no, 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 not that oh, no, specific. I, I was just doing like paintings and like okay. portraits of people, portrait self portraits, and I yeah. have a question for you because we met at Green Remedy, so mm-hmm. like, um, the detox ap- happened after you left Green Remedy, right? Uh, it happened while I was while at you were Green. there. Okay, mm-hmm. as far as your artistic, you know, like your your, uh, um, I guess your your creative mm-hmm. eye, <laughs> mm-hmm. when you were when you were you know. And I guess when did it smoking and and because it changes, it affects mm-hmm. it to now where you detox and and you spend a lot of time outdoors. Yeah. How has your art changed? Um. How, I, have you noticed any change in it? As far as like, but I haven't haven't focused on illustrating or like drawing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I feel like as far as like my photography, I've been able to put out more mm-hmm. since like you know detoxing and everything because I feel like. I wouldn't take it as seriously because I, you know, back then I would smoke and I'm like, I feel more like lazy. I'm like, oh, I just want to chill here, you know. And not only that, but like for me, um, smoking got me more anxious sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Being in social settings, I'm like, oh, like I'd rather not be here, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, like detoxing made me feel more like myself. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, yeah, more connected to the people around me, like not paranoid. So, yeah, it just made me feel more comfortable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was just wondering about that because I know you. You know, mm-hmm. we that's how we met. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I've yeah. had like you know, um, there was one one experience working with one photographer. Um, he like was like, oh yeah, like do you want a drink? You know, and I was like, uh, you know, I'll, okay, I'll have one beer, but that's it. You yeah. know, just he's like for the confidence. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, isn't I don't even need that for yeah. the confidence. But I was like, I'll take it. You know, but like. I just prefer to be sober. You yeah. know, I feel like I, I'm just more comfortable anyways, regardless. Like, I don't really feel like I need a substance to feel comfortable. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I was, I said, I mentioned this before, like, you know, I work construction and, and you realize, like, uh, we have this idea that, like, tweakers are, like, homeless and whatnot. But, man, some of the tweakers are the best construction workers yeah. the world's <laughs> ever seen. And, yeah alcoholics like everything you know and mm-hmm. it's it's i mean substances can be anything coffee like i yeah you know i i have a hard time sometimes not having coffee and for break for my breakfast and mm-hmm. 
you want to say something? <laughs> yeah, I just, we're all unique and I feel like everything, something that works for you might not work for me. And yeah. like, you know, just everyone's different. So we got to, we got to appreciate our uniqueness. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Another question going back to what you shared with us earlier, which is very heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, now, like, you know, getting involved with someone is is it challenging for you are you able to have you been able to do like like go on a date and have you been able to do that um because i that can i'm sure that could, that's gotta take yeah. a huge toll on you well and, and i literally i've been on two like i've been the current relationship that i am in now uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. the one that i recently left and so basically i've been on t- in two relationships since the incident mm-hmm. um the very last one that i was in was also um hadn't i had a therapist at that time yeah i wouldn't have realized that i was in an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. and you know i'm over here always trying to spread my good vibes you know like coming from this dark place that's all i want yeah that's all i want to radiate i'm like you know what i know i know darkness you know like there's no other way to put it for me like i just want to be good i want to make sure you're okay you know but that doesn't necessarily make the next person treat you right you know and like Mm. i I always told my mom you know like my mom always said (coughs) la suerte de la fea la bonita la desea which says like you know the right quote on the mm-hmm. ugly girl's um luck mm-hmm. is what the pretty girl wants you yeah. know because like i you know being pretty hasn't gotten me much you know like for me i feel like i've worked just as hard as the next person you know like um my relationships were pretty bad you know um still like violent and like you know really? i feel like they try to take advantage of me yeah wow. like the last mm-hmm. person basically wanted to use you know what my my like my following and they were like oh can you promote can you do this can you i'm like well this is my this is for me you know like you have yours work on your craft i work on my craft like a crutch exactly and and like it just got really bad you know and yeah so i had i even i was even taken to court on that on my last relationship because it got violent and you know i i told i told the person i was like you know i just want to leave in peace the mom got involved because I talked to the police officers, you know, I didn't even call the police. That person called the police. My partner called the police. Whoa. You know, I was like, well, I'm not, there's nothing for me to fear here. You know, like, um, I'm not here to argue. I'm not here to be upset. I, I told the mother, you know, your son hit me and I, I, I don't want to even press charges. I just want to walk away peacefully. Um, I don't know what you guys want from me. And I felt like they thought that maybe I had more, you know, like they always thought that I had because I had a nice car, you mm-hmm. know, they thought like, oh, like she's probably wealthy or whatever. I, but the thing is that I never asked. I've never been the kind of person to ask someone for their money, you know, like I'm the kind of person that, you know, handles my own business. Like mm-hmm. I make sure that, you know, I have enough to feed myself enough to like, you know, have gas and pay my car note and pay rent. You yeah. know, like I don't I don't just malgastar i don't waste my money on things i don't need mm. you know and how do you do that <laughs> i'm kidding I'm <laughs> yeah but so yeah I, they took me to court claiming that you know i had caused damage and that um you know i think i think the mom was fearful that i was going to like maybe sue or something really? i honestly don't know why they took me to court but i was just like you know what like take me to court yeah. i have nothing to fear yeah. you know I wrote like an eight page statement, like, you know, I'm declaring under the state of law, California, that everything I had to say was, you know, true. And that, you know, I feel like um, I remember one of my friends was like, well, why don't you take a lawyer? I'm like, no, because you know what? Like lawyers are great. Like, thank God we have lawyers. There's some people that can't speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. But 
I have the education to feel confident. You know, I, I'm a good writer. Mm-hmm. What I say and what I state here is the truth, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I feel like my word is valuable, you know, so there's nothing for me to fear. You know, this man, like he put his hands on me and he's lucky yeah. that I didn't press charges, you know, but I wouldn't have anyways. I just wanted to leave in peace, you know, but they, they wanted to take something out of me that I didn't have. They wanted money, yeah, you know, that's... and I was like, why? Like, yeah, it's Couldn't wild. You fixed your papers through that? Um, I, I'm basically fixing my papers. Well, it's not even that I'm getting like citizenship. Mm-hmm. I'm grant. I'm being granted a visa, but I still had to pay money. I had to pay a lawyer, mm-hmm. but I'm getting it through the first incident that happened to me. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So this has nothing to do with it, but mm-hmm. I even talked to the lawyer about it and they're like, well, you know, you should like probably just make sure, you know, like they're like, just talk to your lawyer. Well, who, who is it? My therapist was like, talk to your lawyer that this incident happened because you don't know what can happen. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, but mm-hmm. and know. your therapist, have, uh, how long you still, you still, yeah, talk? I work with the same therapist. Okay. How long yeah. is since that incident or you've been since constant? the incident since the, yeah. What is that a year two years? Uh, it's uh, been a year. A year. Yeah. Did, uh, did somebody have to push you to do therapy? Um, it wasn't necessarily a push, but I feel like, Back then, I used to have, like, uh, I would never take therapy. You know, I know what I know. But mm-hmm. I'm very thankful that <laughs> I took therapy this time. I feel like it was absolutely necessary. Yeah. You know, but, like, ha- taking therapy is, like, the best thing that can happen to anyone. Yeah. You know, anyone who has, like, who deals with themselves or is going through a rough time. It's just, like, just having someone listen to you and reassure you <clears throat> that you're okay. Sometimes we just need that reassurance. I'm starting to suspect that nobody is normal. You know, nobody is We've like. We've actually talked no about. Yeah. We talked about doing uh, about therapy because if you feel there's nothing wrong with you, I'm not saying I'm. Who I does? Do, who does? Yeah, yeah I've never met anybody. Could anyone? Yeah. Think about the people that you know really well that you oh, actually yes. know. Yeah. None of all they all have issues. You know. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. We all have you hurts and them. pains. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Life isn't easy. No. For yeah. Anyone. I had I had this child tell me that he's like, you know what my mommy always says, life is hard. I was just like. This little, like three-year-old is telling me this. Well, I think she was like four or five, but I was like, "Oh, okay." I think I needed to hear that today. You, you know what's crazy? <laughs> but I, you, you pick. I picture like how that child heard that. Like the mom, life is hard. Like, right? <laughs> like she gets drunk uh, and up. like vents to the kid. Yeah, but 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 you know, like I and even though everybody goes through things, I I I think that it, it's all about how like like people <clears throat> respond to it like some sometimes things can affect us into our adulthood negatively in the way that we treat others or treat ourselves and sometimes you know things can weigh on us but we're still functional and able to love yeah. and able to like take care of ourselves to a degree so maybe not everyone is quote unquote normal but maybe not everybody needs healing right like some yeah. people, some people don't but for our listeners out there like you know our five listeners my mom my mom my ex-girlfriends no um <laughs> like so far our, our our listeners out there who might be interested in seeking out help like I, i've heard different barriers some people say you know i don't think i have the money i don't have the insurance like how you did you get it. started honestly like yeah. honestly if you're going through a rough patch or a rough time in your life like you don't in life okay money <laughs> money is like money is like a token like mm-hmm. it's cool to have but 
it's not it's not what like it's not necessary i guess to put mm-hmm. it you know like it is necessary of mm-hmm. course you, you want to get fed and you know you want to have your little yeah like your luxuries <laughs> or whatever but you know it's not it's not the most important thing you know i think um just focus on what makes you happy you know like think of a think of a career that you feel like you would be happy going to every day and just do it you know even like going to a grocery store like if you like food work at a grocery store you know i worked in a grocery store because i like vegetables you know it's like and then at the end of the day just fill your thoughts with good stuff you know like yeah your thought your mind Mm. with like okay today's gonna be a good day like literally a reassurance every day makes a big difference Mm -hmm. to your day yeah for me um like one thing i always wanted to be involved with was well i wanted to do this for many years ago and and i wanted to be involved with film Mm -hmm. and that's how i met a friend who i met these guys and i just started getting involved with them and it does change your life yeah you start involving yourself with i love you guys i just it it it, it, (laughs) feelings mutual (laughs) it it does like I mean, because you, you, you can talk about something that you're passionate about with like, uh, even if somebody you love, but they're not interested in, it can be kind of, they can let you down. Yeah. With the Disheartening. Disheartening. Yeah. Dis- yeah. And then you meet a stranger that's involved in the thing you love and you can th- have a way more meaningful conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to use the restroom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Um, can we talk about me for a bit yeah let's talk about so gaspar (laughs) curly hair is in right now i'm just kidding no continue on with your thoughts what are we watching now we're taking a break right now um what is this good lunch good luck chuck good Good luck luck chuck Chuck. oh okay back when uh he was relevant oh yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. i've seen this no yeah i've seen this which which jessica is in this one Simpson. Alba. Alba. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's just yes, we're we're finally in the place where we can declare celebrities irrelevant publicly. Did uh did anybody want to Yeah, I wanted to take a look at this because this is uh this I was gonna ask, like, is there so I have listeners that, he's looking at the book by I'm looking at the, you yeah, can't the see at her catalog, this. yeah. But I um like I have a friend who's a painter and I was oh I, he used to show me like oh that's pretty that's all i would say but now like i start especially you know because okay like tinder for art oh no 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 like if, if picasso was around <laughs> you'd want to ask him like dude what's up with that you know what's up with this lines right here you know and and the good thing about like some of the artists that we know like some of those i have on the wall dude they're within our grasp though and yeah. they can tell you stuff about it they're that, not famous yet no well oh. i mean they're good but yeah yeah, yeah they're within our reach and you can ask them. And I want to ask her, like, is there is there a significance to the colors of the right, balloons? Right, right. Um, ask me? No, not oh, you. Oh. What the fuck? My, so they were... Ha- what the, the hell? Fuck? Can you... Uh, Gaspar, <laughs> what the fuck would I want to ask you Let me you Google that? it. So um, no. they, they had Picasso stuff at San Francisco a few years ago. Uh-huh. And my brother wanted to take me and my dad. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go see Picasso. And my dad's like, no, that guy paints a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> what's up about picasso really yeah who's your, how old is your brother no my dad said oh that. your dad said my that. dad yeah my oh, old-fashioned okay. dad said picasso he said pinta puras pendejadas <laughs> <laughs> all right I, when you were gone i was gonna have something i was gonna ask you is there a significance to the color of the balloons or is it just um are the balloons oh it's just having you know the um primary colors oh okay okay yeah. oh no significance yeah, yeah, yeah. just i wanted to make you know like nice. for me like i said um before it's like okay i can see green blue yellow Mm. and red like those are primary but when i looked into the light it was like 
being able to see the different shades of green, the different shades of blue. Mm. Like it literally, I felt like when I was looking into nature, I can see different shades of green. Like oh, it was, yeah, it was yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Yeah. I was always, cause I was just telling him, like, I wanted to ask about everything here. Like this, the, the little outline where the, the, the seed would be, um, I, to me, it's just, it made me think of a guitar. Yeah, but like music. no one would think like that has significance at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, another another thing I was gonna ask you because um when when you talk about therapy, mm-hmm. it's it's um you ever you ever, when you were a kid, you remember Halloween haunted houses, and you would ask the person that went through it, how is it? Is it scary? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is as an adult asking about therapy. Like, do they make you say like you know like mm-hmm. yeah. I just wonder about certain things. Like, do you think like yeah. You see yourself as a friend with your therapist. Is that what it turns into? Mm. They have to cut it off at a certain point when it gets too um, personal. Yeah. I feel like there's like a relationship that builds up. At this point, I still keep it very professional. But like for me, mm-hmm. um, I've never seen my therapist in person. Oh, really? Um, no, she was assigned to me. But oh. um, basically, I hear from her like every week, um, every other week, you phone know, call? phone call. We schedule oh, appointments. Oh, shit. Yeah. But um <laughs> Yeah, That's, like that sounds like something I could probably do. Yeah, yeah. and then, and then that was that was an al- you know an alternative to seeing the therapist. But for me, it was like I I told the you know the people that I was working with, I was like, hey, like, um, I I don't feel like I can make it there because mm-hmm. I have PTSD right now, and mm-hmm. during that time, even going to work was very difficult for me. Like I would drive and like I would cry because I had so many flashbacks, and like you know I would get to work and I'm like putting eye drops in my eye trying to walk in with a smile like every time i would walk in with a smile and like acted like nothing was bothering me and then once i was at work nothing did bother me because mm-hmm. my attention is focused on the children yeah. and their problems are my problems now so my problems don't matter you know mm. but yeah you know like um ptsd it's yeah it's a real thing like you know i never thought i even had ptsd because back then before this happened too i i always kind of I had social anxiety, mm-hmm. but, you know, I feel like you just, everything that happens to you, you conquer it through just, you know, just doing things. Yeah. Like being mm-hmm. active. Yeah. yeah. You, when you were diagnosed with PTSD, um, I'm just, I don't know what my question was going to be. Sorry. I just, because it, PTSD to me seems like. Post-traumatic stress disorder. It's yeah, more like, than just war zones. It, that's what I'm saying. Like right. it's it's more than just war zones. And like as a person who grew up in a neighborhood where I saw a lot of dead bodies, and that kind of affected me mm-hmm. as a, as a, as an adult. Like I think more people have it than than we realize. I did I did yeah. hear somewhere that like if you Excuse live in the hood, me. you have at least mild PTSD. But that doesn't seem to be freedom your case. riders. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. I'll be back. No, I. Yeah, I think there's, and it's more, and like trauma is trauma. It doesn't have yeah. to be you killing uh, or seeing someone killed in front of you or you killing someone in order for you to have emotional trauma. Sometimes trauma can come from, I'm I'm not going to say any names, but um, I have a friend who was in a, a toxic uh, relationship. He's in a new one. And a new, uh, not a new toxic, toxic relationship, oh. <laughs> but like a new healthy one. Mm. And this is the type of deal where like the girl deliberately left text messages so he could like on her phone in the middle of the room lit up so that maybe he might stumble across something where it's, oh, she's cheating, right? Mm-hmm. 
to drive him away rather than just have a conversation with the man like an adult and say, I'm not into this anymore. And then like, you know, years later, he's waking up and catching his new girlfriend texting and he's like, who are you talking to? I'm just texting your mom about having lunch later. The the poor yeah. man is it's scarred for life. Yeah. He can't have a normal thing because mm-hmm. of, you know, and it's sad. But that, that to me is an example of PTSD, right? Because he's having these flashbacks mm-hmm. over someone doing com- something completely innocuous and innocent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. For me, that was like getting in a car, you know, like just being in a car itself was really traumatizing for me after this happened yeah like even if my mom was driving i would be crying she's like why are you crying i'm like i don't know i just feel like we're going really fast you know were you in a car accident no it was just because um that's how the incident started yeah because of the incident sorry it's okay oh god so i was picked up you know in a vehicle and and i was taken you know against my will and yeah basically you know person was driving and you know I just, it's just PTSD right there, you know? A qu- question about that. How, how, is it hard? Like, well, of course it's hard, but um, have you talked about this in particular? Like, like, like this? To, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not strangers, you know, but. Not like with a group like this. No, okay. never. I literally, I've only. Thank talked, you for sharing that with yeah. us. Cause that's, yes, that's heavy stuff. You. Yeah. And uh, I mean. I don't know, like I, 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 cause I, I've, I met you a couple of times, and like you're very, you have a very bubbly personality, and and mm-hmm. um, when you told me you shared my story, I didn't, I never imagined that at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, other than us, like if you, I mean, of course you're therapist, but you don't. That's not something I'm sure you talk about often. No. And you, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the only people that I've shared this with was, like my my manager mm-hmm. at work. And my only one of my coworkers that I work with, like one of the teachers, um, and I felt like it was necessary though. Yeah. At that, I felt like it was absolutely necessary to share that because I was having a hard time at work. You mm-hmm. know, like the very few first few like days that I was there, um, it was just hard. It was very difficult. Yeah, because it's not always like I know that the, the like a common belief is um, uh, it, it some some it. it Talking makes it feel better, mm-hmm. and I've experienced it with, with people that tell me told me things, other things, you know, that, that something that troubled them that happened, like in experiences. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. Like talking yeah. about it doesn't always make it feel better. I think it, it has to do with who you're talking to. That's yeah. Because like when I was going through like, you know, that's just some of my trauma. But mm-hmm. like my mom, for example, she was married, and the man that she married um, sexually abused me. So wow. opening up to my mom, you know, Jesus. who you would think like your parent is the most supportive, mm-hmm. like that wasn't the case, you know, and I, I remember talking to my friends and I still didn't feel better, you know, I'm like, because they don't know what to tell you. They're not a therapist. They don't know, you know, like they'll be like, oh, that just sucks. So you hear the word sucks, like that sucks. And you're just like, damn, yeah, my life sucks. And that's all you can think about, you know, but if you were tell- telling that to a therapist, the therapist would be like, I understand, you know, your, your, your feelings are valid, you know, so you're just hearing this like different, um, feedback. And I think that makes all the difference. So that's why it's important that like you, when you are going through things, just be mindful of who you're telling and what they're really telling you, you mm-hmm. know, because we were like energy, you know, like if I tell you like, Oh, like just, I don't know if I give you like bad vibes, like you should listen to those vibes. Maybe don't hang out with that person because, yeah. you know, but, um, <laughs> we learned through, through experience. We learned through, Giving, even I've given off bad vibes before, you know, I learned through that. So, I mean, we just learned through each other, 
you know man i, I that's I, deep <laughs> that's yeah i um i'm sorry that that's happened to you whatever well, you're doing though like it seems to be working for you so i really man i'm glad that you're 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 uh have you like spoken to people who, who have been victims of this like mm-hmm. you know um have you done something like that or is that something maybe in the future not necessarily spoken to victims you know like i've had i've had people you know like talk to me and they share Mm -hmm. things with me and i'm like wow like you know like basically i feel like because of what i went through and because of the help that i've received i'm able to give that back Mm -hmm. so when i have had i've had people tell me like women you know like one of a recent friend that i just met like you know shared some very deep stuff with me as well and like coming from where i come from like i was able to um give her that feedback you know like you know not that oh that sucks or oh like what are you gonna do you know like of course she's gonna question herself but it's not you know like i just have to give her those good vibes yeah so she can at least leave on a positive note yeah you know and maybe tell her you know therapy really does work you know and just being being courteous and helping her find that light that she needs yeah i think in general as a society we don't um understand sexual abuse that well at least when i have conversations um it happens more than we at least we men know it happens yeah um i think i know more women that have uh, experienced it than the ones that haven't um and then and then you talk about things like consent you know um sometimes it's just a, a misunderstanding of consent and yeah and you know as you just brought up something that is uh it's a good well as a as like as i got older certain family members brought up stuff that happened to them and it's like mm-hmm. holy shit like yeah and you, you know way and, more and than it's not just the girls either right. i yeah. have a, a relative I'm oh not yeah gonna, i'm not gonna say but men, no yeah no names at all men yeah. i i i had like uh, a male relative breakdown in tears mm-hmm. um and told me about his abuser and he just said you know god help me i hate him and just cried right there in my arms and i didn't i didn't know what to do i didn't know what to think well yeah that's a um, hard one because i don't know what to say to that you know like when someone i've had people tell me their experiences like that like sucks. that's a hard you know yeah like, that's <laughs> the first thing that like, yeah. sometimes comes out of your mouth that sucks <laughs> So like I I do think like it needs to be talked about more as, so to be able to I mean it's different when it's a peer yeah like someone my own age but yeah. this is like someone old enough to be my dad like oh, you know what I mean like this is like a, a father figure and I'm yeah. just like I can't believe I've got to I I don't know what to do with that you're the person I'm supposed to come to and be like yo this is what I'm going through you know but it, it it's 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 tragic all the way around you know like positive stuff so you said yeah. you want to sorry, <laughs> you said you want to um <laughs> try singing oh yeah yeah, yeah. i strongly rec i did uh two two and a half three years of singing at ccc uh-huh. it takes uh i don't know if you like sing on your own or whatever i didn't i sing never, a song no, I'm just I, ne- I never sang everybody gets down in the shower right no i didn't yeah, that I was the thing, right? so, <laughs> oh yeah he did i showed me a video he was uh what's it called well, go, ahead. go ahead um yeah, and it takes it take, you know it takes a couple of years to, for your voice to start to come out, but um, yeah, I, I would recommend that. You acting, you said as well, mm-hmm. you would want to try that. Yeah. I suck at it. I do it, but I suck at it. But it's really fun. Yeah. Anything else that you're like, I want to try this. That that's within reach. Mm-hmm. That you think you might want to. Oh, that I would like to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
So we said singing, mm-hmm. acting, ILP video. You got us. For um, that. publishing a book. Oh yeah, All right. Um, I would love to have a show. You know, that would be cool. What kind of show? Um, maybe like female. Like my, I would want the audience to be predominantly female. Mm-hmm. The you audience. Know, something that you know is basically encouraging. <clears throat> kind of like I don't know if you guys ever remember. Um, this is more on the Spanish. Um. Um, shows but christina mm-hmm. yeah back then back yeah, in the day you know that. i love her i love that show. yeah i mean i i can't i don't i don't want to say like i remember all the shows like all the episodes but like i just remember that woman and like how she would talk and how she would carry herself mm-hmm. and she like, bring all those big stars yeah, yeah. she brought selena in there once yep. the oprah of the there's this other woman too her name is laura i think she's from peru but i don't know her she brings a lot of drama into yeah, her show yeah and i That's think a lot, some of I, it was staged too yeah, yeah it was like, like jerry, jerry uh, mm-hmm. springer but mm-hmm. the latino version yeah. did you ever watch uh oh there was this lady yeah. it was just like christina uh maritere i remember that one too yeah she i really liked her she um she it was a bit of a smarter show but um anyways i was just pretentious yeah Yeah. no no she wasn't pretentious at all i mean like like charlie rose when you say smarter yeah that's what i what i remember smiling is that so you know as latinos we have a lot of biases Mm -hmm. like i remember she had a she had a prostitute one time you know Mm -hmm. and she didn't like say hey that's wrong and this and that which which is kind of the latino mentality we have instead she mentioned things like like her safety that you know she can't do it for her forever things like that yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah i really like that constructive criticism Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, good mm -hmm. yeah making people consider where they really are in life that's excellent Yeah. yeah um and how far are you in getting the book done right now so like i know you 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 sent me the thing and but i want to hear from you yeah um i've actually sent my book um to two publicators Mm -hmm. so two publications and i've heard back from both Mm -hmm. and both you know with a yes so like i have the go i just haven't gone along with it because there's a contract involved and then there's money involved and like i said you know i don't money's not like there you know it's not there for me i have you know things that i have to take care of you know but I feel like what I've been focusing on lately is just like, you know, putting myself out there, you know, meeting people like the common people, people that, you know, like what I like, you know, like the shows, you know, yeah. I've met I've met a lot of cool people and like that, that's just inspiring for me and keeps me going. But in the long run, I definitely maybe, you know, I don't know, write, I mean, do um, scholarships, you know, mm-hmm. like since I'm still enrolled in school, like that's that's a way that I can get funding is, you know, apply for scholarships and yeah. So by like some miracle, someone miracles. listening to this and they're like, you know what, I'm going to pay for her publication. <laughs> Where yeah. can they find you? Or, or, um, I would say, yeah, my social media, you yeah. know, definitely oh, yeah, you can reach mentioned. out. Okay. It's not like I'm like totally popular there, you know, like <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of good content and stuff, but you know, um, yeah, like I'm not recognized yet. Yet. Yeah. It, we're at almost two and a half hours um, yeah. i just want to tell you thank you for coming by and, and you you definitely um i don't think anyone shared something that quiet i mean there's been some stuff but like um i just think i, I admire because everything you're doing and and based on everything you've already experienced mm-hmm. i, I <laughs> yeah. i'm like i'm in i'm in shock um but I really, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right. Help me out here. I, like, you know, I, we're all thinking it. Like, no, no, definitely. It, like, it's it's inspiring. Like, yes, 
it, it is inspired. It is uplifting. I, I, I have to say that we, we are a young podcast. We haven't been doing this very six, long. Six, six episodes. This is the most moving uh, episode we've ever done. Like I was, listeners can't see and no one here can, but I, I had to keep all my professional fortitude to not cry during some of your stories. And um, yeah. thank you for bearing like all of like it feels like you built you bared off yourself here today yeah. and and we we appreciate that thank like, you and oh oh no no oh. <laughs> um naturaleza underscore siempre with two e's with two e's with the z and the naturaleza yes that's where we can find you mm-hmm, that's where you can find me okay and um facebook that's facebook would one. be my full name so that's my artist name and okay. artist name is danny california my Instagram is Naturaleza Siempre. Oh, by the way, talking about Naturaleza Siempre, yeah. I always thought about a novella. This is another dream. Oh. I always thought about a novella, and I feel like that's what I would title it. My you Instagram one. You know what? One. I, I don't think I've really ever cool. heard of like a, a, a American-made novella. Yeah, and that's what I, that's literally, you're you're going through my yeah. head right now, because I'm thinking that, like, I would love to, to be a little bit of Spanglish, you know, yeah. Ma- mainly English, but just like throw those little Spanish words out there. You know what I mean? That's, Just because I would love to cater to like an audience. We were talking about. I want to. I mentioned it. To, I want to film. I'm gonna record a Spanish podcast. Mm-hmm. So maybe one day you can come back and we can do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for coming by. Do I appreciate um, your story? It's 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 fascinating, and I look forward to the book. Okay. All right. Thank you. You guys have any? No, oh, thank you. Check her out. She does a lot of stuff: modeling, painting, or drawing. Oh yeah. Any upcoming shows? We just went Friday to, mm. to the show. You got any uh, upcoming shows? Not at the moment, no. Okay. No, but right. I mean, if you, if you stay connected with me through social media, I yeah. usually post whatever I'm doing. So, yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Cool. You guys, thank you for joining the voice party and we're out. Thank you.